0: Hello, 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 and welcome to Real Conversations. Thank you so much for stopping by. I hope all is well. I pray all is well. And if it is not, I need you to know, and I want you to know, and I need you to trust and believe that it can and it will get better. So today, I'm stopping in talking about trauma. And you know, trauma is a real sensitive topic for a lot of people and whether we realize it or not we have all experienced a level of trauma in our life and everybody's individual trauma is different and it's and it's separate and your pain and your understanding and your level of of whatever it is that you experience is different and you know we have to understand and respect that and a part of trauma that most people don't get because they feel like when you express yourself and you say, you know, I've been through this kind of trauma or I've been through that kind of trauma, a lot of people will try to downplay your trauma as if your trauma is not significant or it doesn't sound or seem that bad. And they try to make you feel bad for you know, you expressing how and what you feel. And they feel like your trauma is not trauma. And let me say this to those people who who are like that. Understand that you are re-traumatizing the person who is trying to express to you what they went through, how they feel, why they feel, the way they feel. It's not for you to judge them. It's not for you to try to minimize what they went through. It's for you to understand, for you to be compassionate, for you to be empathetic, and to be that person for them. Because obviously, if they are expressing to you their trauma and telling you the things that they have experienced and went through. They must feel a level of trust. You know, they feel a level of comfort telling you this. And by you minimizing their trauma or or trying to make it say, oh, well, that's not really trauma or, oh, well, you know, that's how that person is. And, oh, you know, well, it, it wasn't that bad and it wasn't that serious. And, oh, just let it go. And, oh, don't worry about it. Like, That is re-traumatizing, re-injuring the person. That's not your place to make someone feel like their trauma is not valid. Their feelings are not valid. The things that they have experienced are not valid. That's not your responsibility. That's not your job. Your job is the person to listen to give them the comforting ear, to understand them, to say, okay, you know what? I I, I don't know what that's like, but I understand. Just to be a a reassurance to them because this is why we have so many young adults and teenagers, you know, committing suicide, having depression, having anxiety, having these... um, panic attacks and out-of-body experiences and are addicted to drugs and addicted to alcohol and just addicted to things because they have no one to go to and then when they do go to a family member or someone who they feel that they can trust they are re-injured and re-traumatized put yourself in this person's shoes try to see things from their perspective not yours Because it's not about you. Your trauma is your trauma. And here's the thing. Trauma affects people differently. So what, what may affect me may not affect you and vice versa. Everybody has a different level of trauma and things that they've experienced. Some people can handle it. Some people can't. Some people will literally go their whole life traumatized, never really healing from the things that they have experienced from their childhood. And here's another thing. that's why we have so many dysfunctional adults running around here, uh, having anger issues, temper tantrums, who a sense of entitlement, holding them no accountability. And this is why we have so many people. Dealing with narcissists and not really understanding what narcissism is about, and you know, I hear people say, "Oh, well, not everybody is a narcissist," and all. Every they just using this term lightly. So why are there so many people survivors? So many people who have endured this kind of abuse from narcissists and now is coming to the forefront that's because now people are speaking up about it now people are becoming more aware of it now people are you know now people are are, are searching for information and searching for knowledge and gaining wisdom and clarity because dealing with a narcissist is so dysfunctional so crazy and if you've never dealt with a narcissist, you would never understand it. You would never understand it because it does not make sense. The things that they do, the things that they say, how they treat people, how they're like chameleons, the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde personality. like you, it, it, You cannot make this stuff up. You have to experience it. It's like being hit by a car. You know, some people get hit by a car and it's like, oh, they bounce back. They're okay. Other people, they get hit by a car and their whole body. You have to go through surgeries. You have to go through all all kinds of issues just to try to repair. And your body would never be the same. That's what it's like dealing with a narcissist. Some people, you can bounce back. If you're intentional and if you're willing to do the work to heal. But there's other people who suffer from the after effects of being around and dealing with a narcissist whether it's having a narcissistic parent a, a, a coworker a partner or you can't even call them a partner because you're not really a partner you're you're more of their supply but just being in that toxic environment So for someone to tell you, oh, it's not really trauma and what kind of trauma and I don't understand. What do you mean that that's, oh, that's just how, that's not your responsibility to make someone feel like as if the things that they've experienced is their fault. No one asks to be abused. No one wants to wake up and say, oh, I want to be abused today. That's not normal. Abuse is abuse. Call it what it is. And if you've experienced any kind of trauma, I recommend therapy. Get help. You do what you have to do to heal. Don't stay stay, don't stay stuck in that place. Don't stay stuck worrying about what people are gonna say, what people are gonna do, how people are gonna act, how people are gonna treat you. Your trauma is just that. Your trauma. Telling your truth, speaking your truth, walking in your truth is fine, that's okay. Even if it may look crazy to other people, what you've experienced is that just that, what you have experienced. We have not experienced the same thing. We have similar stories, we have similar uh, We have comparisons, but your experience of dealing with trauma and how you handle trauma is just that, it's yours. If that person didn't want you to speak about your trauma, they shouldn't never abuse you, period. Get help. You know, abusers will continue to be abusers as long as you allow them to abuse you. Because they have no remorse. They don't care. All they are are self-serving, selfish people. And it's all about them. And how they can continue to abuse you and find ways to abuse you. And if they can't directly abuse you, they'll find people around them to abuse you. If you let them. So don't become the ally for the abuser. If someone... And and, and here's the crazy thing. Here's the crazy thing about trauma. Trauma. Because a lot of people say, oh, well, ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm fine. But they suffer from trust issues. They suffer from speaking their truth. They suffer from being open and honest. They suffer with addictions. They complain. They're miserable they're unhappy they're angry they're mad all the time they're frustrated all the time i could go on and on and on and on and that's because they never really dealt with their own issues you may not think it's trauma it may not look like trauma why because the person doesn't have a black eye or a busted lip or any kind of broken bones where you could physically see that harm was done there's emotional abuse there's mental abuse, there's physical abuse, there's sexual abuse, there's all different types of abuses. And how you, what you've experienced in any form of abuse is traumatic. Is traumatic. Again, no one asks to be abused and the abuser will continue to abuse, be, abu- be abusive. They will continue to abuse. And that's because they were abused. Now, it doesn't justify what they're doing, but because they lack insight, because they lack the ability to go seek help, because they lack the ability to... Want to be better and to even just realize and accept that something is wrong they don't want to go get help they're okay with abusing people and that's because oh well this is how I grew up or this is how I am and you know what that's okay that's who you are if you're happy with who you are if you're happy with being miserable manipulative lying cheating backstabbing you know, living your life day to day. If you're okay with it, that's fine. But that don't mean that I have to partake in it. That don't mean that I have to be be a part of your abuse patterns and cycles. Um, one day, you know, the love bombing and the gaslighting and the projection. You know, it's it's, it's a vicious cycle. It's a vicious cycle. And if you don't. Wake up one day and say, "Hey, you know what? Enough is enough." You'll continue to be, a, and it's just 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 dealing with the trauma. You're trauma bonded because it's like the highs and the lows. It's a form of trauma, but nobody wants to have that conversation. Nobody is ready to hold anybody accountable, hold themselves accountable. Nobody is ready to have those difficult conversations, and it's just sad that you have family, quote unquote, family who know that this person is abusive and continues to allow this person to be abusive i I never understood that you know that you have a a a a, a, let's say a, a cousin or a brother or a relative or somebody who is inappropriate around children but you continue to allow him around your children because he's family what does that say to that child We all know that we all have that one relative that they drink too much. How they get? They want to fight. They want to carry on. You know, drunk men tell no tales. So therefore, when he's drunk, he opens up his mouth and he starts speaking all kinds of stuff about the people in the family. But you still invite him to the to the to the cookout to the barbecue. You you still have liquor around him, and everybody laughs and thinks it's funny, and then. Go have secret conversations later on amongst themselves. It's dysfunctional. It's dysfunctional. You know somebody who's physically abusive, and rather than sit down and have a conversation and discuss whatever the issue is, the first thing he could think, he or she can think of, is putting their hands on somebody to intimidate them, to instill fear. To to oh well I um you gotta respect me. No, respect goes both ways. You can't expect somebody to respect you and you don't want to give them respect. And why because you feel you older? Why you feel because you're a parent, or you feel you're it's ridiculous. Generational curses is 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 a is a hell of a thing. Dealing with trauma within your family is a hell of a thing. And when you're that person that steps away from the trauma, everybody's walking around here looking like you're the crazy one. Because why? You trying to hold them accountable? You trying to explain to them, like, hey, listen, maybe you've endured that for years, but that's not how I want to live my life. That's not what I want to deal with. That's not this is not who I am. It's sad. It's it's sad when people try to minimize your trauma. And the things that you've been through and the things that you've experienced at the hands and the mouths of other people. The same people who claim that they love you and want the best for you. That's a joke. That's a joke. And until people start to have these uncomfortable conversations and be real about what's going on and speak truth and stop trying to sugarcoat things and sweep things under the rug and just doing all these things. It's it's just, it's mind-blowing. It's, it's just mind-blowing because you know it's wrong. How could you look at yourself in the mirror? How could you wake up every day And and here's the funny thing. Oh, here's another thing. A part of that, you know, they want to quote scriptures. They they want to use God and the Bible and church. Like it's like you people are not of love. You you're not walking in that. You're not walking in that spirit. So that's blasphemy. This this, is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. If you love somebody and you truly love somebody, you wouldn't hurt them that way. You would never want to see them hurt or in pain. It's just like a plant. If you want a plant, you have to plant the seeds. You pick the right soil. You water it. You position it in the right spot in your house or your garden so that it can get the most sunlight, so it can get whatever it needs to grow. And then once it grows, you tend to it, you talk to it, you water it, you nurture it every day. And even if you have to shift it to another space in your house, you do that. That's what family should be like. You plant the seed and you watch it grow. But you have to nurture nurture it. You have to tend to it. You have to care for it. You can't do all of that. And then once the plant starts to grow. You start to pick off the leaves. You got to wait to the right time. You have to wait to the right time. That it's strong enough. That it can handle. You know going days or weeks without water. Going days or weeks without sun. But no. So broken people. People. All they know how to do is continue to break other people. Stop re-traumatizing people because you yourself are traumatized and don't want to deal with your own traumas. What makes you qualified to question, to minimize, or to make someone else feel like their traumas and their experiences are not valid when you are afraid to even address your own. But I guess that's one of the main reasons why your response is the way it is, because you are afraid to address your own traumas. Dealing with trauma is never easy. Some traumas you've experienced because uh, other people. And you have no control over that because if you're a child and you're growing up in a chaotic, dysfunctional atmosphere, you know, you build your defense mechanisms because of the environment that you're in. And it's sad and it's unfortunate that, you know, now when you become an adult you have to be the one to be intentional about your healing but you also have to acknowledge that what you went through was not right what your you the traumas and the things that you've experienced is not right so as an adult it's your responsibility now unfortunately to be a better person to want better for yourself to want better for your children To want better for the people around you. And to do the work. To be intentional. To grow. So when you hear people say, oh, this is how I grew up. Or this is me. Those are people who don't want to change. Those are people who don't want to grow. Those are people who are stuck in their environment. Mentally. Internally. Spiritually. They have grown up physically, but they're still stuck in those spaces from their traumas. So, my encouragement today is be intentional about your healing. I've always said this you have to be intentional about your healing, be intentional about your growth and not staying stuck. And holding on to your childhood traumas. Become a better person. Grow. Heal. So that you can be the example for the people around you. So that you can be a better mother or a better father. So you can just be a better human. Someone who has love and compassion in their heart. We have enough hatred and enough egotistical and nasty, abusive people running around here. It's easy to be nasty. It's easy to be cold. It's easy to be a person filled with anger and hate. But one thing they can't take from you is a person who has a good heart, a person who's filled with love and compassion and empathy. You would see the amount of blessings that will come your way when you walk in that light. Because here's the thing, when you walk in that light, People will gravitate towards you. Some good and some bad. Some good and some bad. Just know that just because you have a light don't mean that everything that you attract is good. That's for another podcast. And for the abusers. Get help. Get help. You know, hurt people like to go around and hurt people. Misery loves company. It's just sad and it's unfortunate that you abusers will never fully understand what life is about, what love is about, because you're so hurt and you're so broken. What a sad life. What a sad life. Get help. And to the enablers, the people who re-traumatizes the victim or the abused, take a step back. Learn to listen to what the person is actually saying. Listen to how the person... Try to understand how the person is feeling because you are causing further damage to this person by re-traumatizing them. And if that's not your true intention, then be mindful of the things that you say. Be mindful of how you come across with your actions towards this person who's obviously, like I said, felt a level of comfort coming to you and telling you how they feel and why they feel the way that they do and the things that they've experienced. Who are you to minimize their trauma or to make it seem like their trauma and experiences are not valid? It's not cool. We got work to do, people. And it's an everyday work in progress. You have to be intentional. Be intentional. So wherever you are in this space, reevaluate yourself. Reevaluate your life. There's always needs and room for improvement. Become better people. Have a good day.